listening to Nature's Edge uh, with Dale Stewart, and uh, welcome aboard. Today we're going to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart, as most of you know, and that is paddling. Uh, my guest today is is Mr. Woody Calloway. Woody is with uh, Legacy Paddle Sports, uh, and I think under Legacy is Native and and Liquid Logic. Uh, Woody, welcome to Nature's Edge. Tell to- us, uh, tell us some stuff. Hey, Dale, totally psyched to be here. Um, yep, yeah, we're based here out of Fletcher, North Carolina. We've got about seventy employees, and we make the best kayaks on the market. I, and and you certainly do make one of the best kayaks on the market. As you know, I have other other sponsors, so I have to talk about that as well. But I will say this: uh, 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 Legacy Paddle Sports. You got how, how long have you been in a new plant? It's relatively new, huh? Yeah, we 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 were manufacturing in Greensboro and moved up here. We're going on our second full summer, so really about two and a half years. We had a. Uh, two and a half years ago during the move um, we moved right in the middle of the season it was hectic uh, I got to give the guys credit um, some of our other partners and uh, associates they did an awesome job but we you know we had people uh, ask us why are you moving your factory in the middle of the in the middle of the season and uh, you know you find you hear that enough you finally go oh yeah uh, rent was up <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we had to uh, there, was, there was a reason we had to do that yeah uh woody for people that don't know give them a give us a little background on on your world of uh of paddling on your uh yourself uh as a paddler well most of my career has been in the whitewater uh end of kayaking um i've been one of those guys has been lucky to have been able to hang around at a at a high level um class five kayaker still still paddle class five um don't let this belly fool you i can still go um but i you know i was a weekend warrior back in the day you know unlike today yeah back in the day back in the uh early 80s um everybody's a weekend warrior there is no such thing as a job in the industry there are very few kayak manufacturers i think at the time um was early and actually even in perception kayaks one of the oldest yeah. companies yeah um they were the largest at the time and to be honest i was a weekend warrior loved it and just finally decided hey it's time to uh, figure out how to get in this business this is what i want to do this is what my passion was about and uh I spent every cent that I make to go do it, so I might as well do it. Yeah. 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 So so I've been in it a long time. Uh, again, just one of the lucky guys to be able to hang around at kind of a high level. And um, Did you compete? Uh, yeah, back then, there wasn't that many competitions. Um, Not like today. Yeah. Unlike today. Uh, the, the sport's changed so much. All aspects of the sport of kayaking has changed so much. Um, you know, back in the – when I started, it was uh, – it was about going to that new river and uh, experiencing what that river had to offer and navigating it with, you know, a couple of your friends. I, I can remember, like, the Watauga Gorge was really popular. Um, we were one of the first ones to kayak it. And, you know, now it's um, yeah, kind it's, of been downgraded a little bit since then. But, you know, it, it was a group of five people would show up, and now you go up there when it's running and, you know, you can see 80 90 100 people no oh, absolutely yeah yeah the industry itself is is uh has changed a lot from uh when you, you and i started i know uh 
I grew up in South Louisiana, so I actually didn't start in Whitewater. I actually started paddling a Piro, and uh, well, yeah, and uh, yeah, and and, uh, and and paddling and and fishing out of my Piro and doing that. And it it wasn't till uh, till some time actually till I got up in uh, in this part of the world and uh, uh, and and got into a little of the Whitewater myself. And uh, unlike you, I can still do it, but I don't do as much of it as I do the the, right. the long distance expedition uh kind of stuff well, what do you think what have you seen is particularly in the whitewater world and that's uh uh and i guess under legacy that would be the the liquid logic is that sort of the, where yeah. The, yeah where the where the the whitewater uh boats uh that you guys are are building and marketing uh are they they're under that brand correct correct liquid and, logic's our whitewater brand yeah that's mm-hmm. the white and then native is the fishing correct. side and and we'll talk about that a, a little more what what do you think has been some of the the largest differences that you've seen from in in the whitewater world from when you started to where you are now both in equipment and in and in the paddlers well number one as any sport progresses and there's years based behind it the um ability level of the people increases um but during that growth and that passion uh, to learn more manufacturers such as us and there's you know I'll go out on a limb and say nobody's trying to make a bad kayak yeah but design has has changed a lot um safety a lot more thought into the safety of the paddler exiting larger cockpits mm-hmm. um but we we as manufacturers and designers um, if if you're going online right now, you're going to see a lot of kids running these 80 foot waterfalls daily. Right. That back in when I started was, you know, you couldn't, you, you didn't have the, you didn't have the right shape boat in order to do it. So over time, as kids progress, as talent level increases, so must their uh, their boat. Uh, and keeping up with the talent level is is challenging at times. You know, you uh, um, you see a kid do a move. Um, you know, let's just say a freestyle kayak, for instance, yeah. or a creek boat. Yeah. You see these kids run a hard rapid, and as a designer, um, you need to make that kid puts two hundred, three hundred days a year in his boat. I got to make that ability. How do I make his what he's learned transfer into my next design to make it for you know people like me Absolutely. to not get hurt? But it, you know the the sport has progressed so much over the last uh, twenty years. It, you know it's incredible. When I first started doing the Green River Narrows, and that's one of the reasons yeah. our our business is uh, located here. Um, there was five of us that would show up there on the weekend, and we're talking about like nineteen eighty seven, and you know, when I can remember one of my friends going, "Oh, this this, this river's too hard. It'll, it, it'll never be popular." And you know, I don't know if I had a uh, looking glass or whatever, but I, you know, I, I I took that what he said, and I was like, "I think you're wrong. I think this yeah. is going to be a mecca of yeah. kayak." Go there eventually. on a weekend now. You go there on a weekend now, and the parking lot's absolutely packed full. The takeout parking lot and the put-in parking lot. So, and design has helped that a lot. Um, it's made it it's allowed people to do harder rivers 
you know, safe is a hard word to say because it is, a, it uh, is. an inherently dangerous activity. It is. If done right, um, you know, the river thinks you're a piece of debris. That's all it cares about. You're just another piece of debris That's going it. downstream. But allowing that design to develop and make that easier and more reachable for a larger crowd is, is what is what we're all about. So and I've also seen the, the level of training uh, improve and, and increase somewhat, too. Yeah, well, you, you just said a term that was when I started, training. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just, you know. You it, and I trained and, the same way. <laughs> right, you know, we went kayaking. That's it. Yeah, and that's right. now it is, you know. You'll, you'll hear a kid going, out, yeah, I'm going to go train today. Yeah. And yeah. That, that, that was something in my era um, that, you know, just didn't happen. You you, you just went kayaking. That's it. Yeah, you, you just went, and, and, and training was sort of by trial and error. And uh, and you hope uh, you hope nothing uh, nothing bad happened to you. We're talking with uh, Woody Callaway with Legacy Paddle Sports, uh, and you're listening to Nature's Edge, and we're going to take a short break, and we shall be back. The sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Lighten up while you still can. Don't even try. I see the moon rising. Welcome back to Nature's Edge. Uh, this is Dale Stewart, and I'm visiting with uh, Mr. Woody Callaway today with Legacy Paddle Sports and we're talking all things uh, kayaks primarily, um, and uh, because that's what uh, that's what I paddle the most, and that's what uh, Woody paddles, and that's what they manufacture. And uh, so we're gonna we're gonna continue our discussion on on kayaks. We were talking beforehand, kind of uh, Woody, what how things had changed since you and I sort of started in this world, and and where it is today. And uh, I was just mentioning to you that you know even watching some of these young. Uh, men and women uh not even olympic class but just young men and women out there that that are ripped to just uh, with the training and just doing amazing things in these boats it's it's really incredible and you know we have a you know it, it, when we're talking about whitewater we have one of one of the best extreme teams and we kind of focus on racing and extreme yep. and adventure that's where we do uh our heart is yeah um uh, in the sport and so, yeah, you know, it's it's really amazing the uh, not only fitness level, but the uh, knowledge base and the hours available to these to these kids. I call them kids. Yeah. All. But uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 really fun being able to help these guys go where they want to go, explore. You know, now it's really awesome for a manufacturer like us. It's just easier and easier to obtain footage. You know, when it first started, it's like if somebody had a camera, it was just you know totally well you know yeah you know everybody's got uh, uh one of the little gopros or one of the other uh, be a hero uh, or a hero or yeah, yeah. absolutely <clears throat> and they've either got it on their helmet or on their chest and yeah and, uh, yeah so for a boat yeah so what. it's awesome you know these kids they love nothing more than to show you what they're doing and now you know it gives you a bird's eye 
view of you know kid runs an 80 foot waterfall and you can sit in your office chair at one o'clock after lunch and basically run it with them so it's cool yeah you know let me ask you from a from a design standpoint does does watching these these uh, young men and women do what they're doing does it does it help you from a design standpoint just seeing how the boat's acting and with the, the different water well it's kind of hard visually because these kids are so good but having an, an elite team um that is at the top of the sport allows us to run prototypes yeah. um through them and get their feedback you know and that that's what really helps is just being able to have a knowledge base and a people with time on the water to uh you know it's still up to us to figure out they're not designers right they can tell you what they like what they didn't like what they felt so that helps the design team kind of hone the design down from the um from a manufacturing standpoint or from a material standpoint i guess is is that another area that has changed a good bit or is it or is it kind of maintained uh what it's no, doing no and, I, and i'm talking about the whitewater side yeah you know um we were very lucky that um we're be, uh, being a small company and mm-hmm. we're, <laughs> we're really easy to work with you know so we are very lucky to kind of work with um a particular manufacturer uh, that makes we use a we use a uh, product called uh, aqua tough and um, we were able to help develop it because it's it's not just normal abuse that normal plastic takes. Right. You know, uh, you would think you want this thing really stiff. And there's a, you know, a give and take with stiffness. If it's too stiff, it's brittle. If it's right. too flimsy, it's just bendy. And, and you know, we, we're wanting to, uh, some of the moves are called boofing and where you, yeah, you yeah. want to hit a little bit of rock. Mm. So, um it, it plastic is changing. We're really happy to say that we um, uh, help facilitate um, plastic. We're always testing. Um, we're we're the only company that I know of that has actually has a roto lab. We test not only the boats, but we test each batch of plastic that comes in our plant. So we're, you know, we we take it very ser- very seriously. Um, it's important to make us the best product we can make because we know that we've got people hanging out just like you multi-day trips in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. we don't want that to fail we want to give that product the best chance to to get that guy down the river so plastics have changed you know now it's uh back in the 80s it was uh cross-link cross-link plastic and you know it's that's kind of a dirty plastic. It's kind of nasty. It gasses off. It's not great for the employees. It's not great for the environment. It's not recyclable. Um, it's reusable. If they put it in asphalt, right. yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. not exactly recyclable. No. But so linear plastic, and what we are using is called super linear, and it's our specific blend um, that we got to help develop. So plastics are important, and again, constant testing makes a good product. What about uh, what about paddles? Um, uh, are you guys making any of your own paddles, or or, do you, or is that no, another market? Yeah, that's another market. You yeah. know, just as we want to specialize in making great boats, there are companies that make great paddles, like Werner Werner Paddles Absolutely comes yeah. to mind. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, they do that well. Mm-hmm. We do what we do well. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, and then when they come together, they really uh, really complement 
uh, one another. So uh, well, it's, that, it, it's the motor, man. It is. That's you can ha- you, hey, you can have a Ferrari, but if it's got a Volkswagen engine in it, absolutely. And I, and I and, and just uh, you know like 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 the kayaks themselves, the 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 uh, the evolution of the paddle uh, has yes. has come so far. You know, I. I you know, I paddle now with a paddle that's six hundred dollars, and and uh, right. you know, uh, fortunately, I don't have to buy them. But the, having said that, you know, when I was paddling my old Piro, I was using old Cypress uh, board right. <laughs> most of the time, yep. and, and 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 then as the as the paddles evolved, and and uh, and they were heavy, and like the boats were heavy, and 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 now these things weigh nothing. I can adjust the blades, I can adjust links, I can do all kind of stuff with them, and and. Uh, so well, yeah, they uh, like you said, that's the motor. Well, and not only paddles and kayaks. You know, I for I don't know if people realize, but you know, this Asheville area, particularly for whitewater, mm-hmm. is just a mecca of small businesses that make great products. Watershed drybacks, best drybag on the absolutely continent. Uh, Astral buoyancy life jackets, best life jacket on the market. I agree. Yeah. I'm putting us right in the same plant, and so you know this this area not only um, is great recreationally because of its, you know, like the Green River, for instance, mm-hmm. that has brought some industries here, and um, they're you know some of the best in the world in this business, yeah, in this in this industry. Oh yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I think uh, you know traveling all over the world and everything else, I, I come back to this region and and. Uh, um, and, and you know, I've been to the Green River Gorge uh, in in the middle of winter when it was sleeting, and that parking lot had had mm-hmm. uh, had paddlers year and, round. And, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so this this whole area has been, and as you said, there has been a, a great uh, outdoor manufacturing um, uh, uh, effort take place. In, yeah, it's in, incredible. In Western North Carolina in, in the Appalachians, and again, these uh, uh, we've got some of the best paddle streams in the world uh and um you know we've we've had the olympics we've had uh you know the world championships of whitewater in this part of the country so mm-hmm. yeah it's uh it comes on and i i see license plates uh with with boats on top of them from all over the united states it's international why you know Absolutely. paddling is an international sport and with the gopro era it's even closer you know um five years ago a great paddler in France was unknown in the states. Mm-hmm. Not the case now. Yeah, no, no. They they all know one another, and, yeah. and they all uh, mm-hmm. they all communicate. Yeah, and it, and it and it is a result of of, uh, of the media and the social media. I mean, Absolutely. these guys are all all friends on Facebook or Twitter mm-hmm. or some of the other things. And 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 one of the things that I found too that 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 I'm sort of proud of, having been in the, the paddle business for a long time. Um, is the sharing of information. People are Absolutely. not afraid to say, "Hey, this worked for me. That didn't work for me," or "You've just come off of the water. Tell me what what you saw and what it was like." You're listening to Nature's Edge. Dale Stewart is here, and uh, with my guest uh, Woody Callaway with Legacy Paddle Sports, we shall return.
Welcome back. You've got Nature's Edge. I almost forgot the name of the show, Leslie. You've got Nature's Edge on on your radio dial, and this is Dale Stewart, and I'm visiting with Mr. Woody Calloway. Woody is uh, uh, Legacy Paddle Sports. Um, he's almost as old as I am and been paddling almost as long as I have, so we're just having a good time talking about... Uh, hey, almost works <laughs> for me, man. <laughs> talking about... Uh, Talking about kayaks and everything else, and Woody, we've been pretty much talking about um, uh, the liquid logic side of uh, the world, which is your whitewater side. Uh, but I gotta, I gotta go over to uh, to what seems to be one of the fastest growing markets out there, and that's that's the fishing kayak. Yeah, it, it's it's really incredible to see um, that arena. Um, grow and grow as fast as it's growing currently um hopefully it'll last and keep going and going because but you know we we focus we, we call it passion sports there's a passionate people are passionate about whitewater and then there's people that are passionate about fishing yeah and you know both the designs are totally different they're one's sleek and fast and one's you know can i stand in it yeah kayaks and kind of but you know realizing that the the what that market is and seeing it grow has been uh been a blessing honestly for the industry and and i've i've noticed one thing too you know for a long time i wanted the lightest boat i could get the lightest strongest boat that i could get uh for my world that i could i could put on top of my old volkswagen bus and and strap it down but it seems like just the opposite has happened with the fishing kayaks they've actually gotten heavier and stronger or well, it's 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 a matter of manufacturing as much as anything else. Yeah, there there are a lot of fishermen that would like to have a thirty pound fishing boat. Trust me, I would love to have one. But um, in our industry, um, the um, size needed um, in the kayak to 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 make it safe, to make it do what the fishermen want to do. And our ability to make that product, it has to be, if it's 12 feet long, it's got to be so thick. There's a certain amount of plastic that you have that to That you got to put in there. Yeah, you know, yeah. Turing, uh, you're used to uh, composites and, um, you know, who knows what the future will be. Maybe, maybe fishermen will look at composites in so, at some point. But right now, durability and um, the, the, the things needed in the boat, to mount stuff to the super sturdy you know boat has to be about an eighth inch thick well 12 feet long 33 inches wide this is how much plastic ends up in there yeah. in order for it to form won't form lighter so it it does seem like um as a as an adventurer um like yourself looking at it going wow they're kind of heavy what well, they they are um it's not something you're going to just grab on your shoulder and take a hike through the woods um yeah but you know you compensate there's you know it's all kind of carts now and uh, oh i know yeah so well i have to portage and you know yeah. and so i'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking as, as, uh, as a lot of people know a lot of the boats i paddle are, are kevlar and yeah. and you know don't weigh Absolutely. anything but also i can't bounce off a rock or a log either with that boat and granted exactly and there's there is a durability yeah. and you know with just like bikes just like anything with lightness comes expense mm-hmm you know, if there may be a point where composites get into the fishing, but right now plastics king. 
Um, the industry's growing. It's growing at like 39% the last couple of years, which is very exciting for, yeah, to be in the a- industry. And, um, you know, you design-wise, you start realizing, as a coming from the whitewater world again, um, the needs, you know, I, did I think 10 years ago I'd be making boats that one of the qualities looked for for that boat would be to stand up in? Yeah. No. Never. Yeah. But it is. That's where we are. Yeah. It, it's there now. And also, the uh, uh, one of the other things that I know that, that uh, has become, uh, seems to be important in the marketplace now, we were talking about earlier about paddles. It was a power system, and uh, but now it's pedals. It's unbelievable. Um, pedal drive while fishing. Yeah. Literally, you'll fish circles around the next person. Um, there is an expense involved sure. in, in pedal pedal boats. Um, there's there are two there are two companies that make pedal drive system. Uh, Hobie, which is huge, yeah. awesome, awesome product. And um, we're kind of the new guy. We've been developing this for about five years and uh, definitely has taken off with us. And once you use it for fishing, it's, it is an amazing – you can pedal hours in reverse, so it ha- actually has brakes, yeah. actually has reverse. So pulling away from structure, catching the fish, pulling away from structure, holding in the breeze – has a lot of advantages, and um, you know we are blown away by uh, its acceptance into the market, particularly this year. And um, yeah, pedal pedal drive is the, is the uh, would you say that the the fishing kayak of of the kayak market as a whole is that is that sort of where it is as far as growth um, in the pedal drive? Yeah, um, it's growing again. It's an additional expense yeah, other is. than a normal kayak um the sport itself is growing and what i see is entry-level fishing mm-hmm. where hey i'm gonna get i'm gonna see if i like this first before i spend another blank dollars on a pedal drive but if you're a serious fisherman and um you're doing lakes deep water you need about a foot of water for this to work yeah floating some shallow rivers is you wouldn't use this unit you would leave it in the car but if you use a pedal-driven boat for fishing, you'll just you'll catch more fish. That's just that's just the way it is, and it's a different muscle group, you know. Yeah, it uh, is. It's, you can basically consider it hands-free. You're not picking up a paddle when the breeze brings you too close. You can you can keep your casting distance from shore so much easier. A couple of pedal strokes. Can you pull it up like a yeah. like a centerboard on a on a sailboat? Yeah, absolutely. So yep. you can you can bring it up. Uh, yep, you can if, scrape if you, a rock. Yep. Yeah. So if, if you're getting into that shallow area, that uh, it, it, to me, it's like getting two kayaks in one. You're getting a propulsion system that you can use with your feet, but you are still got a kayak if you want to use a paddle wherever. So you know, it's kind of a two for one. But is it taking over? I think for the experienced kayak fishermen, they realize, and if they check it out, they get it immediately. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're getting into it, you're you're probably want to save that money first. But the industry is whole. The fishing from a kayak, and I'd hate to use as a manufacturer, you hate to use the word exploding or, you know, because sure, you never sure. everything can take a dive. But right now, if you look at what's going on in the sport of kayaking. Fishing from a kayak is 
the graft would be going straight up. Well, I can tell you on the big rivers that I paddle and everything else, I mean, it, it is not unusual for me uh, now to, to uh, see quite a few fishermen out there in kayak. And, in fact, uh, I know there are actually some fishing tournaments that are, that oh. are going on out there, that, that and that is growing where it's... Uh, it's unbelievable. It, yeah, it, it's, it is... Uh, it really seems to be taken off, and and as you said, the stability. I, I love to fly fish, so the stability mm-hmm. of being able to stand up in that boat when I'm fly fishing, and and seeing is amazing. Um, the uh, I, I must tell you, my uh, I have a uh, a fishing kayak now, but it's one that uh, you know thanks to uh, uh, my own abilities and uh, uh, gorilla glue and gorilla tape, I've I've customized my own kayak into a fishing boat which is what we all did early on well you know these these uh just keep talking a lot (laughs) leslie will do that she was i thought she was telling me to be quiet no she you know uh we're almost at the be quiet time now but we're running down but yeah she'll hold the finger up for you uh i forgot that last question (laughs) but i'm gonna i'm gonna quit this by an interesting thing happened four of us kayak fishing in florida we're fishing some mangroves guys four guys in a motorboat come up fish close i get close enough to them to say what's up guy goes did you guys kayak all the way out here it took us an hour from the marina i just pointed i was like no we parked right there and walked across the beach across the beach yep and that's a great thing about it you're listening to uh nature's edge with my guest uh, woody calloway and this is dale stewart And if Leslie will let us, we shall return. Welcome back to Nature's Edge. This is Dale Stewart, and we're talking to Mr. Woody Calloway with Legacy Paddle Sports. And Woody and I are pretty much just talking about all things kayak, and we were just, uh, we've talked about uh, uh, the whitewater side, and we've talked, uh, we were talking about the uh, the fishing kayak side and and talking about uh, the growth uh, uh, that that particular uh, uh, boat and and sport is doing and as I was telling Woody earlier we we it, when I'm out there on those big lakes and on those big rivers paddling away I I see people out there all the time with these these new uh, custom uh, uh, kayaks and and uh, Woody we were talking off off air there a little bit uh, people are. Adding a lot of stuff to them, aren't they? Depth finders I, and the, fish finders, and it's unbelievable. I mean, you, you know, we make kayaks, yeah. And what you have to, what we had to realize is, is that um, take off this whitewater hat, put on a fishing hat, and make it customizable. And yeah. you know, fish finders, depth finders, all that is important in catching fish you know it's it's not as simple catching a fish is not as simple as baiting a hook and dropping it in the water it used to be it that's what i thought <laughs> you know but you know you are you're stalking fish you're looking for signs you yeah. got to find fish so yeah electronics are big um it's it's amazing that what if if you look at if you get online and look at some of the rigs that you know little they look resemble little bass boats in my opinion you know no they do yeah they they absolutely they got live wells they've got i mean you anything that that you can think of uh uh you'll see on there um what are there there's we're going to change the topic a little bit and and talk about uh there are basically four basic styles of kayaks Mm -hmm. uh 
Can you talk about the four styles? Well, I mean, we've talked about a couple of them. Yeah, we 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 talked. We we've hit on whitewater and we've hit on fishing. Yeah, um, those are the two that we actually manufacture for. Um, but then there's recreational kayaking and touring uh, kayaking. Yeah, you know, recreational kayaking are designed really in the mid '90s, and they kind of uh, displace the open canoe. Yep. They're more comfortable. You sit down in them instead of on your knees. You're not, you're a little lower, so you're more stable. Those kayaks are great entry level. They're great to see if you enjoy kayaking. Mm-hmm. Um, as you wanted to do more distance, if you're interested, if, it, if this is tripping your trigger, so to speak, you know, that next step would be a, a touring kayak, longer, more narrow, more right. glide between the strokes, go further you're doing crossings or big lakes or long paddles then you'd want to get as much glide between strokes as possible oh absolutely and that's the beauty of of the touring kayak and uh, that's 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 your specialty yeah yeah that's 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 kind of my world Uh, as i said i've been in all these worlds but uh but primarily that it let me ask you what do you the the um the young family that's wanting to get into kayaking, uh, uh, what advice do you have for them? I mean, if, if you know, you can go to a, you can go to some of the big box stores now, or some of the specialty uh, retailers, uh, kayaks and everything else, and and uh, and and you go in there, and you can almost get overwhelmed by by what you're looking at. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's uh, it's one of those ideas that a kayak's a kayak's a kayak. In, 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 no, they're not. In all reality, you correct. In all reality, it isn't. Mm-hmm. And you know, there there are there are definitely retailers, and, I, and I, I'm going to go talk about retailers sure. a little bit. You know, there's there there are the box retailers that have this slick package, and they have these awesome low prices, and and but you're not getting a knowledge base. You know, no. Um, I you know if if people ask me uh, what boat do I get the fir- you know the first thing I'm going to do is is what do you envision yourself doing, doing yeah. and how far do you do you want to go have you done it before um, what's you know hate to do it but if they look like they're my age <laughs> and they've never kayaked before I'm putting them in a wreck boat and nice and Absolutely, stable yeah. and and let them get a feel for it and then uh, we, we do a lot of demos and demo beaches for different retailers around the country and you know that i tell people well if you've never done it before start here short wide easy to handle super stable and you're they're very lucky at demos and i, I would i would suggest anybody demo if you go to your local retailer demoing and you've never done it before and you start nice short and stable there is a progression that you can go through and something will stick that you enjoy. That you enjoy, yeah. absolutely, yeah. No, I, and yeah. and that's kind of what I do. I generally ask them, you know, what are you going to do? How you how do you envision yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 sort of start there, and and uh, uh, and don't jump into uh, just because you make an afford the most expensive. That doesn't necessarily mean to be what you need to do. Well, right. You know, yeah. that 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 beginner may have visions of wow, well, I'm going to paddle to an island and camp. Yeah. Well, now Not, we're talking. Now we're talking a different boat. Absolutely. And you know, and it it it's some people. It's just like you know, I just want to get a little exercise. I'm not going far. Yeah. And again, depending on their age, and their visual fitness or unfitness, the also absolutely. should come that, into that play. Does come into play. But you know, everybody has a vision um, of what they want to do. Whether it's white water, I want to fish, and I want to 
just going to dink around or I've got this vision, I want to do some long yeah. distances. Or I want to paddle with my wife. Or yep. I want to do yep. this. And, yep. and, uh, hey, we get a lot of questions. When are you guys going to make a tandem? What's about yeah. tandem? And I'm yeah. like, man. We try to stay away from the Absolutely. divorce boat, man. That's tandem, just a, that's an argument waiting to happen. A tandem kayak is kind of like a tandem bicycle. I tell them get two. Right, <laughs> get two. Get get, get two boats. Get you one. Get your wife one. That and, is uh, the that is the best advice absolutely. you could give anybody. And then I also tell people get, take some lessons. I mean, yeah. you know, pe- people. Uh, uh, you know, I want people to get out there and enjoy the boat. And and I've I've actually seen people that have gone and bought a boat. They would take it down, uh, put it on a on a river, put it on a big lake or something. The, if, if they turn it over the very first time they try to get in it. They don't know what to do. They don't. They might get a little nervous or something. And then you can go by their house and buy it at a garage sale uh, a few months later. Yeah, I, you know, again, I think a lot of the uh, specialty retailers, there's a, there's a knowledge base. Uh, most specialty stores are started by someone that, had a passion for oh absolutely yeah. yeah and you'll get a lot more knowledge oh you do and, and, and I, lessons yeah, I, you know. I agree with that a hundred percent um we got a couple of minutes left here and i i can't let you go without us talking about uh, another area that i've seen uh expanding uh and that's paddle boards yeah uh stand-up paddle boards absolutely. i do it a lot it's, yeah. it's super fun they you are. know it's yeah. it's um you know i'd be honest back back to the vision um, you know, you can look super cool. They look cool. You're standing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. It's not hard. It's canoe strokes. Um, again, now there's like a gazillion different models there for are. every specific type of water there is from racing to surfing. I, I think it's a, I think it's a visual. I, you know, most of them are light. They're made out of foam with a little bit of glass on, just like a surfboard. Yep. They're easier to handle. They're easy to handle. And for a lot of people, I, th- I think that it's a great exercise. You don't even know you're getting exercise, but you you are from from your arms. Absolutely, tr- energy's traveling all the way down to your feet in the board. So it is you know, I it, it's you know people thought it was just going to be a shot in the dark, but you know I think it's here to stay. It's it's super fun. It's cool. Um, now I will say. And I'm not supposed to say bad words, so I'm going to talk around this a little bit. If you've ever gone downwind, it is awesome fun. It is. But if you tr- turn around and try to get back to the car? Not so much. Not so much. Yeah. No, it's uh, uh, not so much and uh, uh, to do that. Uh, but it's a great sport. It is a great sport. And I'll tell you, one of the, I was paddling not too long ago, and I came around this bend in this large river, and there was ten women in various poses on this board, yeah. and I did yoga. not know what was going on. It was yoga. Yeah, there, 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 there are boards specific boards for yoga now. I did not know that till yeah. I paddled up there mm-hmm. and and started talking to these these ladies who were doing these amazing things. I can't do yoga on on the ground, much less on a paddle board. I appreciate you listening to Nature's Edge today. This is Dale Stewart. We've had a great time with our guest Woody Calloway. I will see you in the wild. Mm-hmm.